0: April 22nd, 1954. The Army McCarthy hearings are televised, followed by an episode of Talking Red with Chris Hardwick. Welcome to The Revisionist. I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Zach Powers. And our guest is a friend of the show, one of Denver's most brilliant comics, uh, who just got back from an awesome, awesome tour. Please welcome back Christy Buckley.
1: Hi. Hello, everybody. I'm back.
0: Christy, thank you for being here.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: We are going to be talking Genghis Khan, which is an episode we intended to do a while ago, but then... Yeah. Um, In November. Mm-hmm. In uh, November. November 9th, to be specific. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And yeah. we got a little sidetracked by America, so uh, yeah. instead we just had like more of a, of a you know... A, a sad sound conversation. You know, a cathodic, Yeah. Sort of a you know, therapy. yelling into the void.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. And we decided
0: the void.
2: we would all be better by the holiest of holy days, 420 today, <laughs> the day we are recording. Of course, yeah. yeah, that's.
1: It's also a very crazy day in Denver. Yeah, um, it's.
2: Yes, it is. I waited For, till yeah. after this
1: to smoke. I haven't smoked at all. You guys, you're welcome.
2: Um, yeah, Zach, Denver history. Out- On this day uh, is both joyous and tragic all at once. It's a big day for Denver. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah. it's a really fun day. You know, never forget Columbine. Shout out, shout out, shout out. And, uh... (laughs) You know, it's good, and it's Hitler's birthday, you know? We could... I
2: mean, that, yeah, but know that's that has nothing to do with... It's Denver Hitler's has no...
1: birthday! I love birthdays. You guys know, I have a show called Birthday Party, and I will not look over birthdays, not even Hitler's. <laughs> the Hitler, The
2: Hitler's birthday party part, though, has very little connection to Denver, I think, as far as I'm aware. We haven't done the Hitler episode yet, so I could be wrong. Oh, gosh, call me back. <laughs>
1: know so much not in like a creepy way like i'm also a i am also I was also a history major i'm a history teacher mm-hmm. um so i just that was my main that was my main squeeze world war one really is my main it's my main mm. boo <laughs> history boo do you guys have history <laughs> boos or is it yes, just no, okay it, it, Everybody's history it. Yeah. i mean they call mm-hmm. it the great war for a reason yeah there's a new like pbs miniseries or at least it's new to me it's, i get it on the, the pbs app but i'm very excited to watch it anyways we're not here for that right now
0: no uh no. we're here to talk about Genghis Khan and also mm-hmm. listeners uh what we do on the show each episode we take a topic from history one person presents the official version of events that will be christy this time yes and another person presents a crazy ass alternate history which will be zach uh, mm-hmm. and the winning story gets to become the truth uh, if you listened last time, then you'll know that Timmy Lasley's alternate history for Abram Gannibal
2: won out. Uh, in the alternate history, if I recall correctly, Abram Gannibal was like Simba from The Lion King at first, but then he had a meet-cute with the Tsar, and then he had a gay period in France, mm-hmm. and uh, I think otherwise it was mostly an exaggerated version of what really happened. Yeah, basically that. <laughs> Thank you, Zach. Uh.
0: <laughs> also if yeah. you want
1: to hear it you should listen to the last episode. It's a, it's it'll a be, really good episode it'll be great super
0: problematic phrasing from all of us at <laughs> times <laughs> <laughs> uh, but christy if you're ready
1: yes i'm ready all do right. i do my official version first yes indeed okay genghis khan did I already say it wrong <laughs> 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 genghis 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 um <laughs> Let me tell you a little bit about my history with Genghis before I give (laughs) you his official history. I took Mm -hmm. uh, Introduction to Asian Civilization with Dr. Liu, and he did not speak English, okay? And he wrote... He would start with a very long, clear whiteboard, and then by the end of the class, it was just full of chicken note scratches. And then he also wore a very baggy suit. So, like, (laughs) like... he would be reaching up to write, and he would erase half his notes as he wrote, and he would never fill them in. So I'm going to be as honest. A, of course, as
0: the as the secrets disappeared into his sleeves. Yeah, my yeah, my
1: gang is my gang is <laughs> 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 Might have a few holes. Okay, it might have a few holes. <laughs> Will like you just tell me? Were oh, okay. Like <laughs> just because I don't... Like, I'm like no. I'm. Just, I'm saying. I'm looking at you like, tell me if I'm right. Tell me if I'm cold. Am I hot? Am I warm? I Genghis Close Khan. Close enough. I think that's pronunciation. Um, he uh, was the... Um, emperor of of the mongol empire essentially i mean he Mm. created it he was in charge of um you know he started with invasions and raids and he slowly um you know through force and rape and violence took over all of mongolia and a lot of the eurasian uh, continent of the time this is during the the 12th and 13th centuries Mm -hmm. um he's kind of the father of the nation even now interesting Mm -hmm. part about Genghis Khan is most people in Mongolia can still do a DNA test and trace back to Genghis Khan because he had so many illegitimate children that um that everybody's related to him he's literally their father
0: yeah and like not just in Mongolia people say that like throughout Europe yeah Yeah. yeah,
1: it's kind of Game of thrones where there was like a lot of different tribes and he was just like, nah, I'm going to come in. It's mine now. It's very violent, uh, covered a lot of land, very good fi- fighter um, from also, what a lot what of what nudity, just like Game of lots Thrones. Lots of nudity, lots of nudity, lots of rape. Um, and uh, he would travel all over like constantly just on these kind of campaigns, if you will. Um, but it kind of united the whole region um it actually formed you know the silk road which is Mm -hmm. um kind of a precursor to you know, uh, definitely a uh, drug-selling
2: place online. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, Marco Polo, of course.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course, Marco Polo.net. Uh-huh, Marco mm-hmm. Polo.net. no net. A- no, the secrets of <laughs> <laughs> It's
1: a precursor to the Silk Road, which is, you know, the trade route through China. And it's also um, kind of a precursor to Christopher Columbus, if you really want to mm-hmm. get into it, because, uh, you know, he was trying to go the other way around, because uh, nobody wanted to go the that way um so if you want to see see the grand great great grandfather of globalization in general um genghis khan everybody uh
0: let's hear it for
1: yeah give it up whoa (laughs) thank you um but he had a lot of sons and uh he was he kind of died anonymously in battle he was buried Um, uh, In an unmarked grave where they've tried many times to try and find the grave. Mm. Uh, They don't know. It's probably well gone at this point, but you never know. And uh, he then split up his land between his sons at the time. Uh, One of the things I thought was most interesting about him is that he had a really close relationship with, like, Confucianism and Confucius Mm. himself. Um, He actually, like, even though he's, like, this really brutal, actually horribly violent man, he also, like, had this, like, deep search for religion. Like, he would actually have Confucius, like, meet him out on his campaigns, like, make him travel hundreds of miles just to, like, get his counsel. And uh, they, like, actually had, like, a pretty close friendship
0: okay yeah that's like a, that's like a that weird be buddy cop word. movie <laughs> it is a
1: really weird buddy cop movie even like close to cop, the end of his life is confucius is, is like i can't i'm too tired and he's like no think, you will i think <laughs> nowadays
2: i think the reason you were hesitating with the word friendship is that nowadays it's called a bromance. I yeah, believe. you're right, so, right. Yeah, or ki-
1: or kidnapping even yeah. perhaps. <laughs> <Yeah>. is <laughs> kind of maybe what it was like. Well, but uh, bromance is starting the
2: strangest places. I don't know yeah. if you've seen I Love You Man, but I um,
1: you're right. Initially, you're right. You they kind of anywhere. don't get along, I think. Yeah, but I do. I think that's really interesting and Confucianism is all kind of about finding the power within yourself. And so mm-hmm. I think that that confidence thing is absolutely the delusion that Genghis needed in order to like take over thousands and thousands of acres and miles and places and countries and people and you know in the millions it's insane and it's said that he's probably killed over I mean, way more than Hitler. If we're getting into it, you know, I can't, way I can't more. This Just your way face. more than Hitler. <laughs> if we're doing like murder Olympics so here. Long, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. not my hero
2: anymore. Uh, I think maybe so. what I've heard about Genghis Khan is that while, if you crunch the numbers and compare him to Hitler or Stalin, it may or may not be that he killed more people than them but definitely he killed more people personally than maybe anybody else who's ever lived yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah that's like with his own two hands yeah. yeah right yeah he like died on his horse or something like he was in battle like it was for legit Re- like he never okay he never gave up i i could be wrong but i think he was like there's reports that in battle he was like like knocked off his horse and killed. In
0: oh battle. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Sorry, I was. And quickly, and quickly looking it up, the first result I found was Genghis Khan killed so many people that it was actually good for the environment. New study claims. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot no. of
1: sense. No, I. There is like stuff like even to go back to the Great War or whatever. Like, like that was the same thing. They say that the uh, the population would be way more crazy right now if it wasn't for the the world war one and world war two so i mean russia alone would probably be yeah that was 20 million people died yeah. in russia in world war one so yeah it's yeah. insane
0: uh preview we're getting to world war one next or so uh, next oh my god i will
1: be right back yeah in three episodes anyways <laughs> Yep. So,
2: just officially stating our position here at the Revisionist that mass slaughter is good. Uh, yeah. Ultimately, for the great
1: for the environment, Every, not for like yeah. dudes or whatever. <laughs> not
2: for the people who are horribly killed. Yeah, it's not
1: cool for dudes, but the environment. Yeah, that's that's our down.
0: fucking campaign slogan. Mass slaughter. Not, not good cool. for
1: Craig. Good <laughs> <Yeah>. for <trees. laughs> not good for dudes. Um, yeah, you know. Anyways. <laughs>
0: uh well christy thank you
1: yes there's my version there's my official i don't know if you guys have anything to add to his uh thing but i just if you want to get into it my version is it's very game of thrones that's so hot right now Mm -hmm. number two Mm -hmm. he uh he literally like spread his seed everywhere you know number three he's the father of globalization so if you like that cool if not probably not good for you
2: It's not necessarily a song of ice and fire, but it is a song of fucking and killing. Yes. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. uh,
0: I also just pictured Bernie Sanders coming out strongly against Genghis Khan for being the father of globalization. (laughs) Yeah.
2: yeah. You know what? (laughs)
0: It's, just, when, it's as meaningless a gesture as everything else.
1: Yeah.
2: When Christy was describing her professor, I was imagining a foreign Bernie Sanders. <laughs> That's exactly like, what I was saying. Hard.
1: Like in the car, I was kind of thinking about how to describe him, and I was. I was gonna be like, he's he's very Bernie Sanders. Like very like yeah. the like the tie was too big and too long, and it was just like why? This is nothing yeah. fits. Looks Bernie like he's made Sanders. of spare parts. His belt, it goes right below his like nipples, mm. like the belt but, on his pants is very high. Yeah, like he's a little more tan and his
2: hair is still thick and dark and he's got a cigarette very and a messy. baguette and yep. that's basically the guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Wait, where
0: did the baguette come from? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. He's just
2: vaguely foreign. The country okay, of origin is unclear. Foreign. We threw the baguette and there is a red herring. Yeah, great. Oh, and he's okay. playing hockey. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep.
0: <laughs> all right
2: uh zach if you're ready with the alternate history uh yeah um a lot of my history focuses on a few aspects of genghis khan's life when he was a little bit younger before mm. he was the
1: the early the ruler
2: of all of yeah the yeah, yeah. it's like one the of beast, those uh, like, uh, like that new babies. yep <laughs> mm-hmm, or that big bang spin off show that they're doing for some reason why no oh they're doing a show that is the sheldon character but the young years who's playing
1: it Mm -hmm. still uh he's been played
2: by the (laughs) the kid who played ziggy in big little lies if you're if there's Mm. any big little lie heads out there
1: definitely not me though Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) there are some
0: for sure. Not
1: in this room or on this podcast. I have no though.
0: idea what anyone's talked about in the mm-hmm. last 30
2: seconds, but there are people who
0: do, and that's the important yep. thing.
1: Yeah,
2: okay. Well, regardless, uh, in oh, Genghis Khan, the early years, uh, he was often Geng- referred to actually as, before he was Khan, as Temujin. That was kind of the name. I'm probably mispronouncing that, but that was the name he was given at birth.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um he had a fairly large group of brothers and sisters, you know, um, but more important than that, I'm going to focus on his friends, including one guy who was real named Jamuka. <laughs> okay. And the fact that you said it was real was a kind of a dead giveaway. Well, okay. So I'm kind of just, <laughs> a lot of this was untouched. So I want to clarify that the parts that are not entirely made from whole cloth, even though I think it
1: should be somewhat apparent. Um, yeah, please fill in, like I said, erased, he erased the whiteboard with his shirt. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: well, when Genghis Khan was young, his older brother, Begtar, was kind of the big man on campus. He was first in line for Ascension. But, you know, Genghis Khan and his group of friends, including Jamuka and Omer and Muswan, um, they were like the closest buddies and they would go on all kinds of wild adventures so one time, the four of them and Genghis Khan's brother begged her, were like, "I heard there's a dead body out in the woods. We should go <laughs> <laughs> to go find the dead body." Sure. Mm-hmm. And so they did, and they ran into the junkyard dog, and they sang songs mm-hmm. from the the fifties, but whatever century this was. Yeah, 50s? it was
1: more of an eleven fifty type of situation.
2: Yeah. yeah it was Throat
1: mm-hmm. singing. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> i don't know go ahead exactly i don't even know if that was racist i think it was just bad i think it was just scary kind of okay go ahead
2: i mean you can imagine how heartwarming a tale this might be um so they finally uh, after many days get to the place where the body is and then genghis khan killed his older brother Begtar, and there was a body there and so they finally saw their first dead body um that's also based on truth, in part, in that Genghis Khan killed his older brother to take his place as the dude in charge. Okay.
1: Man, see, in that kind of shit, I can get behind, because it's like, take what you want, motherfucker. You know, I don't know if this is clean podcast. I'm sorry. No, it's, you can oh, beat no, 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 anything no, no, no. out. But I don't know. It's terrible. He's a terrible man. But also, I'm like, I get it. You've only got one life to live, my friend. Take the life by the braids of your older brother's fucking scalped head i don't know yeah it just has
0: a
2: picture of the head and so it's like yeah yeah
0: yep. best life <laughs> yep squad goals is a bag of heads basically uh-huh.
2: uh-huh um oh i should clarify before i go any further i had originally uh on election day written or at least had come up with the idea for this alternate history mm-hmm. and then i didn't touch it for six months and lost my original notes and so I kind of scraped it together from what I could remember of what I came up with, like, five months ago.
1: Sure. So uh,
2: there you are.
1: No, you're doing <laughs> good. I'm really impressed.
2: Um, <laughs> these four friends grew up uh, even more. And, and of course, Genghis Khan uh, sort of eventually had an arranged marriage uh, at, of course, the mar- marriageable age of uh, 12 years old. Eight. Eight, I think maybe that was for women. I don't know if it was younger for women and men, but uh, fairly young. And uh, of course, his wife, who was named Bort, um, hot, yeah, uh, was kidnapped at one point. And Genghis, also true, and Genghis Khan and his four friends uh, went on an epic quest to save his kidnapped beloved where they had to outsmart the smartest man in the world and befriend Andre the Giant. Okay. And
1: <laughs> I have a very specific set of skills. And I will yeah. find you. Yeah, that's where I was kill Let's say <laughs> he
2: said that also. Um, and of course, Jamonka had to uh, kill the man who killed his own father. Um, you may notice my tactic in this one was finding a lot of pop culture shit and throwing it together while I was at work. You may have noticed um, that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I have
1: no idea what you're talking about I thought this was real
2: uh, Yeah but they went on a bunch of adventures As youngsters after saving his wife uh, They gained the power To turn into animals And fight parasitic slugs That were taking over the earth mm-hmm. They uh, went ahead and made A virginity pact um, The last one to lose <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm Confuci- to Confucius was
1: on that too As well He was in on it It was like a three way pact.
0: They had to run the naked
1: I mean, celibacy.
2: The average marriage age was between 8 and 12, so the virginity pact was actually pretty (laughs) short-lived. But they did make it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But eventually, when they got a little older in their late teens, early 20s, uh, they sort of drifted apart because Jamuka was interested in, like, sort of conquering his enemies and destroying them, and Rending him under his feet. Uh, And while Temujin was into that, he also had this idea that maybe he could unite the hordes. And that if he had a little bit of forgiveness, ultimately he could create a larger horde and take over a larger area of Mongolia. And sort of spread the social influence of the horde um, throughout And so while he was working on this kind of idea of spreading social influence, so you could like see somebody who you were, you know, you used to, you used to know back when you were like 15 or 16 and just hear about what they were up to nowadays and they're pregnant and that's weird. And -hmm. then just go about your life while he was spreading these ideas for a while, Jamuka was in on it with him, even though he wasn't, you know, particularly adept at this kind of big picture thinking. And uh, ultimately, um, they started a sort of horde social network.
0: God damn it. Which I, I
2: just called <laughs> Tribester because I totally can't, ran out of room to come up with a better name for it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> And uh, like, yeah, it's called you Facebooks. Know. Aren't quite a thing yet, right? It was called the Tribester at first, but Timberlake Khan told them to drop the "the" at some point, point. <laughs> and he also told them a million miles conquered isn't cool. A billion miles is cool, which turned out to be a little bit over aggressive because the world was like only like two hundred million jazz miles. Drum
0: solo, I might be. <laughs> <about> to... <laughs>
2: But uh, eventually, Temujin fucked Jamuka out of this contract, and they became enemies. Uh, Genghis Khan, Temujin, went to um, Mongol College. Oh, Home of the Mong... Oh, yeah. yeah. Home
0: of the Mongols.
1: Actually, well, I'm Well, the Mongols Oh, Mongrels. It's the Mongol, Mon- yeah. <laughs> Mongol <laughs> Mongrels. That's great. Yeah. So I that's... was about to correct you, but it sounds like you got it right.
2: I did, yeah. It's the Mongol Mongrels, and of mm-hmm. course... Their slogan was "Mongols score goals, Mon, because it was founded by a Jamaican. Sure, um, God of course, damn globalization. It. I told yeah. you.
1: Yeah, yeah. He was, he was the
2: father of globalization, and after college, Jamuka um, and Tim kind of, sort of started working together again. Jamuka had become a major leader of the Mongol hordes, uh, while Temujin was developing his education and continuing to develop these ideas of uniting the hordes, and. Uh, they had differences about how to run, like different ideas about how to run the horde. And Jamuka, his opinion was that they had fought for every corner of the domain that they had, and he didn't care about uniting the hordes or this new way of thinking. He just, he just wanted, he just wanted his corners, basically. And um, <laughs> he famously said. Maybe I'm just a Mongol, I suppose, but I want my corners. And this didn't, didn't fly with uh, Temujin, who had a, a new way of thinking about the business. <laughs> and ultimately, ultimately, he connected, their friend, connected with their friends from childhood, who had also lost favor with him. Uh, Omer and Muzwan. Fuck off. And, and had them take out a hit on Jamukin, who, uh, who of course was, was killed. Um, you know, and it was a sad tale. He thought back on their squabbles over life, like that that social media one, which of course ended with seventy men being boiled alive. That's also true.
1: <laughs> he did that, and oh, uh, Jamuka so, did that. So brutal uh, at one point. Yeah.
2: <sighs> and after that, he settled down as the leader of the horde. It wasn't. It wasn't drama free, of course. Um, <laughs> there were problems. There were betrayals. Who could forget his drama with Christopher and Tony B and Big Pussy and Joe okay, Pantaleon?
0: <laughs> and what and, and Joe then, P- the actor and not the character.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forget who he played. And eventually he died, maybe at a diner, but maybe later on. And that's the real story of <laughs> Genghis Khan. Mm,
1: mm-hmm. Clearly.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> oh, God damn it. Um, well, before we get to judgment, um, well, I'm trying to process that. Listeners, uh, you can always ask us a question or leave us a comment at revisionistpodcast.com or on our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Uh, also, review the podcast on iTunes, which is super helpful. Uh, hmm. Christy.
2: Written reviews especially.
0: Yes. Christy, you co-host Empty Girlfriend, which I is do. Best podcast around, if I may say. Thank you. Uh, do you want to talk um, about it? Yeah. For
1: I uh I co-host a lot like uh Zach and Brian do. We do it over Skype. Um so I co host with Haley Driscoll, who's in LA and we have a lot of LA comics, Denver comics, traveling comics on our show to talk about relationships. Um it's it's uh uh, love tips and life quips from unqualified professionals so definitely check that out um, we get into a lot of wacky stuff we pull questions from the internet try to help people or not you know you never know uh and we're actually not really capable of it so um, we're all just learning together so it's a lot of fun um yeah
0: and of course you're uh, a member of pussy bros the, i am
1: yeah, Pussy Bros. Uh, that's another group of women I like to work with here in Denver, Janae Burris, Rachel Weeks, and I'm Christy Buckley, of course. Uh, we have a show first Friday of the month at El Torito, 7 p.m., uh, where we uh, like to have some local comics and some traveling comics come through. It's a free show. Um, and then uh, second Monday of the month, uh, we have a show at Rack House Pub, 8 p.m. Um, and that one, we actually bring in some uh, touring headliners. We, we actually bring them in some of our favorite comics. So this month, May 15th, Uh, we have uh, Alan Strickland Williams here to do a set and so he's here to um, make you guys laugh I don't know (laughs) what are we supposed to be doing here so yeah those are my two those are my two uh, projects but I'm all over Denver doing comedy Mm -hmm. I have to do a show in like two hours so we're good Mm. every day
0: Um, Zach listeners can still catch back episodes of Stage of Fools and you were just on Kill by Kill
2: Actually, that one is... I, I messed up the order. So that one is coming out uh, this coming Friday when this gets released. So mm-hmm. look for Perfect. that.
0: Um, as for me, uh, nighttime tonight, third Thursday of every month. Next one is coming up May 18th. Uh, that's also in the middle of Crom Week. Uh, so it'll be a really fun time. We've got some out-of-town guests coming in. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, the day this comes out... Actually, Christy and I will both be at Comedy Room Room, El Torito, for Designated Drunkard. Uh, oh, Byron on and Saturday. Katie's new show. Yeah. Yes. Um, which will be a ton of fun.
1: It is. It's a lot of fun. It's a cool show that they that people are running in the South, in New Orleans, and uh, you can come and, and watch us, and they'll let you know what our weird tics are, whether it is I like touch my face too much, or I say a certain word too much uh you know maybe laugh at my own joke too much i don't know but they'll f- they'll tell the audience whatever our weird you know thing is and then the audience every time we do it during our set the audience drinks so it's a lot of fun it's fun for the audience and i hope it's fun for me too
0: Yay. um also uh late may i will be on the road a little bit i Whoa. got yeah i got a couple shows lined up in uh, minneapolis and then uh there'll be setting up more right now so just follow me on social media and yeah what, if you What shows imagine. are you
1: doing in Minneapolis? Do uh, you know?
0: Boy Kisses.
1: Yes, good.
0: Uh and uh New Comic Book Day. Hmm. Yes,
1: um, Grace is the best.
0: Yeah, and uh I have a couple I will be posting that full itinerary uh as we get closer to that day. So Awesome. Uh stay tuned for that. Uh, as for judgment, which I almost forgot to do, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we've been doing forty-three of these. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. Tr- I think the real the real hero of the story yeah, might be that, Professor Lu. This... Uh, yeah, <laughs> you're I think right. That's
1: probably true. I think that you're right, and he. Though... he I think he needs a win, really. <laughs> and he's definitely an listening. Come, <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I got to listen to this.
2: That this is the forty third episode, I had to put this together. This is the George W. Bush of our podcasts.
1: <laughs> oh, that's so cute! It's a
2: classic yeah. podcast anniversary—the George W. Bush episode. Yeah, of everybody course, everybody knows it. Brian, the I, episode did you that seems better anything? in retrospect than it ever actually was. Did you did you get me anything for the George W. Bush uh, anniversary? I got you the accusation that you have WMDs. <laughs> mm,
1: that is so sweet.
2: Mm-hmm. I got you Florida.
1: Oh, excellent!
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I guys got I, it's 4:20 today, so I guys I got you guys a, a Columbine commemorative <laughs> plaque.
2: Did you steal <laughs> that from history. the actual? I think you did. You steal that from the actual memorial with a crowbar? Yeah, I
1: did. I don't have money. Very but thoughtful. They're not using it.
2: That's true. It's just sitting there collecting dust. No, that is true. Um, Christy, thank you. Yeah, thank also, you
0: guys. Zach and I are both Columbine graduates. Oh, that's I true. love
1: it. It's so much weirder than I even knew. <laughs> I, did, I did not know that. Um, it's fine. No, we're, laughing. Like, we're laughing. We're we laughing. It's great. It, that's good. My, I have my cousins were I, I should be more sensitive, but it's fine. They're fine. They're, I mean, most of us. Everyone is. Oh, God. Is this over yet? I have to go. I've just we, ended my career.
2: technically don't have a judgment yet, but. Um, no.
1: Real history, I think, just because
0: Professor Liu is magical, uh, we'll he is. do that. Um, for everybody here at The Revisionist, before anything else super problematic. I phoned
2: this one in because I was busy at work. No, you know,
1: I understand, that. man. I get it.
0: I I understand. Uh, for everyone here at The Revisionist, I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Christy I'm Bugley. Pop- oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> I'm still Stepping Christy. Let me a... take my name. Go ahead. Go ahead, Brian. I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Christy Bugley. <laughs> I'm Zach Powers. I
2: got devoted to third place somehow, even though I'm the constant co-host of this show.
1: White men always want to win. Go first. us, Whatever. <laughs> Have a good time. Thank you. Bye, Zach.